What's going on, everybody? Welcome into week five of the NFL here on From the 50. TJ Weber, Zach Zook, Nick Yale, Nick Tolley, our great producer. Big Web is out today, uh, but we will have his picks later on in the program. Welcome in. We're presented by Book It Sports. You can get ready right now for Book It Sports launch on November 1st by going to bookitsports.app, signing up for the app. And Nick, we're, we're close, man. We're almost there with this app you now. What do I we're mean? Almost there. Yeah. We are. We are right. We are right around the corner. Right around the corner. Excited. Beta testing is going very well, and uh, we're excited to get the app out on November first. So, so be sure to go follow at Book It HQ on Twitter and book, at Book Sports on Instagram too for all your uh, updates on that. Zook, how we doing, man? I mean, over there in Bloomington, this is something we had to do on the fly. Everybody's out of town this week, but hey, we keep the we keep the train rolling. Yeah, like we said uh, before the show started, we're professionals, and we're just going to put on a, a, a grade-A performance. That's what we do, man. We just keep the train rolling. What is so. this mustache you have going, Zook? <laughs> yeah, I was I was waiting for somebody to notice or comment on it. What do you guys think of my stash? Save that. Are you going for Figured the Rodgers look? Figured I'd try something a little different. I hadn't shaved for like 10 or 11 days, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I think I'll it. just keep it, keep it and see what – see how it looks i've never had one before so uh you know i i can't grow a beard like nick yale so this is the best i can do it's all, yeah i don't say it's, it's, it's a little weak but it's a good first effort man <laughs> keep it going i think you're pulling it off pretty good honestly it's you got to fill it in a little bit more it's a little peach fuzz going on but it's 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 something it's getting there yeah it's, it's not start. thick it's not yeah. thick i don't have the full-grown man stash yet i mean i think that's like five ten years down the line then it'll really be strong five to ten years yeah just let that go for five to ten years i i can put a lot of money on the fact that you're going to shave that by like next week there's no way you're going that yeah. long with it yeah i don't know if i'm no way jordan's gonna, like, no jordan's gonna let you even, keep, uh, yeah i don't know if i can even go to work with this to be honest with you so <laughs> this might just be a weekend <laughs> yeah absolutely uh you guys welcome welcome to get involved you can comment on zook's mustache here on facebook uh you can also get involved <laughs> on our voicemail line or text line same number 314-877-8597 yeah hayden's gonna get involved uh he didn't he have another upset last week that hit he always picks random ass teams that win yeah um i think i wrote it down somewhere again there's a lot of production that goes into this program so it's a little tough to uh you know to keep track of 50 people people's picks but we do what we can so <laughs> we will uh give you our picks later on in the show give you the standings who got the king of the week and uh, who's going to get punished, which we're actually going to do that next week when everybody's back in studio. So if somebody loses, it could be a double punishment on the show next week. So good luck with that. You uh, Maybe. Um, so <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, give a shout-out to our great sponsors because we would not be here without them. Kay Roberts, Remax Gold, the best in the business. I've told you this multiple times. She knows how to sell houses. She knows how to help you buy the right house for you and your family. Give her a call, 314 409 4113 uh, the website STL Homes, the number four, Y-O-U.com. Again, that number 314-409-4113. Telling you right now, if you're looking at any other real estate agent in St. Louis, you're not going to get the production that Kay puts into all of her work. The, you're not going to get the calls all the time. You're not going to get anybody following up the way she does, the way she follows up after the sale's done. She doesn't care all about – it's not all about the money. It's about the people. She wants to be there for all of her clients. One more time, 314-409-4113, stlhomes4u.com. And finally, last but not least, Sarah Barron at Family Finance Mortgage. Give her a call, 314-537-1282, online, familyfinancemortgage.com. Sarah Barron, the best in the business. Gentlemen, let's get to storylines this week for week number five. Unfortunately, once again, for two weeks in a row, it's COVID. Um, there's really not much else to say about it, except it sucks. Uh, it officially came out this morning that the New England Patriots game will be moved uh, from this week to next Sunday. So it kind of already messes with schedules. So you're going to lose on the Denver Broncos and New England Patriots this week. Uh, possibility, too, that the Tennessee Titans game could also be moved. So, Zook, I'll start with you. Where do we go from here with COVID? Um, you know, we're finally hitting that streak where the first three weeks of the NFL were pretty clean. And then now week four, we, we saw a little bit of a hiccup. Week five, I think we've seen more of a hiccup. Where does it go from here? Yeah, again, I mean, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but I think some of this was inevitable. 
Now, uh, I saw somebody make a good point. Uh, one of the big J journalists on Twitter.com had said that cases in the United States are actually on the rise right now. And so when you just have more cases in the city or your community, wherever the team's located, it has a greater chance of making its way into your team facility. So uh, I think that's something to keep in mind here. But in regards to the rest of the league and their COVID cases and the Tennessee Titans and their COVID cases, I don't think the two are really comparable. You know, I think uh, for the most part, everybody's doing the best they can to be smart to, you know, wear a mask, to stay social distance and uh, maintain, you know, proper practices when they're in the facility, when they're in these team meetings. But clearly the Titans don't give a shit, right? Like it's, it's, uh, they're getting investigated. They have had, um, they've really kind of been shamed left and right uh, the past week and a half. So I, I feel like the Titans are not really comparable to the rest of the league right now. And I don't know what punishment's going to come down, if any. It sounds like it could be some unprecedented level of punishment handed down by the league uh, because these other teams are having to accommodate the Tennessee Titans for their lack of attention to detail. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to pretend to know what the right answer is. That's for people much smarter than me to figure out. But, yeah, it is. it has uh, not been good. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it just goes back again to the league just absolutely shitting the bet on not having a plan for what to do with this. Certainly, it's on the team's fault and Tennessee's fault for, for going against protocols because they are doing a pretty good job of the whole contact tracing and, and close contact tracing to, uh, to guys that have it, even if they haven't had it uh, yet. Um, so they're doing a good job about that. But the actual scheduling of the whole situation is just a complete clusterfuck still. They're trying to move games left and right. Now they're pushing a game back a week. They're postponing. Teams are getting random bye weeks that aren't, you know, that aren't up to standard with their normal bye weeks. So then these teams that don't, that are following all the rules and have to play 13 weeks straight. So it, it, it's just a complete clusterfuck still. And, and that's really on the league for not having a plan on, on how to manage this moving forward. But like Zook said, all the teams are, probably doing the best they can do with it you're just making the best of the situation and we're just going pretty much week to week here hoping that we get uh, some football kind of keep hard to keep track of fantasy be like all right who's in who's out how do we manage these like we're doing all this shit in the leagues being like all right you have to text in the group message your replacement player before any of the games start so right. that if the game gets canceled on monday then you can the, the commissioner can go in and switch out the guy that played on thursday and like it's just it, it's so so bizarre but we're doing the best we can do i'm sure the you know, everyone's trying their best, minus the Tennessee Titans, who are practicing when they're not supposed to be. So, really, hmm. just uh, ruining it for the rest of the league and the rest of the class. So, fuck you, Tennessee. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So, I'm I'm curious though, with everything going on, like the Jets player that got was tested positive, or the staff member, I forgot what it was, um, but they said it was a false positive. So that's where it's kind of tough for the NFL and and for any league where you get positive tests, but if you have so many false positives, you had one last week too, and now you have one this week, and the Cardinals had to delay a full half day or full day to travel and get prepared. Now you talk about you know what's real and what's not, but at the same time, the Tennessee Titans, if they don't play this week, that's two weeks they've missed now. They got lucky where they're going to get pushed to week seven with the Steelers. It's going to work out, but let's say they get behind it's kind of like what I thought with the Cardinals and Marlins when they had their COVID outbreak for the MLB. Do they just say Titans are going to have to like forfeit the season? Like, cause there's still a lot of other teams that are ready to play football. You can't just shut down the whole league. So, or do they, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the, the right answer is. Uh, I, I think that they will, because Tennessee was practicing when they were, weren't supposed to, I think Zook was right in the unprecedented. They might have to forfeit a game because they're two weeks behind, but, but, MLB, you can play double headers in two days. So it, it was fine that they missed. You know, it was hard, but they're playing double headers, double headers, back-to-back -back games, and, and these teams are playing over and over. But these these rosters were so big. You know, they're carrying uh, a full 25-man plus a taxi squad. And so, sure, there were a lot of different bullpens you were seeing and stuff like that. You can't do that in the NFL. Like, you can bring in the practice squad players, but those guys are still practicing full pads, you know, in practice. And even if they're not playing in full games, the recovery time has to be a week. 
you know, it's hard enough on, on short rest when these teams are playing on a Monday night and then going to a Sunday or playing a Sunday and then a, a thir- an early Sunday and then a Thursday. Like, that's hard enough as it is. Now you're talking about trying to squeeze two games in one week. I, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I, uh, I saw somebody bring up an interesting point about the Titans, um, and they had basically mentioned that they think any game now for, from now on that the Titans have to miss or have postponed because of their malfeasance should just be a loss. Like the Bills should get a win and the Titans should get a loss, and that's how they can, they can go from there. And then Nick's, Nick's got a good point. You can't really draw the comparison to baseball because it is just so different. Uh, the Cardinals, for example, uh, didn't have to play that those three games against the Tigers, right, because it ended up not mattering. But even in a shortened 60-game season, 60 games is a lot more than 16. So there's you're going to have to play it no matter what because it's probably – pretty rare unless the team just sucks but you're playing for draft position you're playing for seeding if you're a playoff team and one game nine and seven is a hell of a lot different than ten and six so i i don't think the week 18 idea is that bad of an idea if they can find a way to push everything a week and just have that be kind of the week where you can make up a game if you've missed one and then maybe i don't know maybe they draw a hard line in the sand with the titans and say okay you get one you know, freebie, you can, you can, we'll schedule one of your games for week 18. But after that, you're just taking, you're taking losses if you cannot play. Thoughts are welcome here on Facebook or 314-877-8597. Let's go to fantasy football, boys. Again, this COVID stuff has been affecting fantasy football. One of my buddies I know has Christian McCaffrey, IR. He's got DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson bye week and he also has Melvin Gordon now who will not be playing this week who has been has games been postponed so uh he's got Nikhil Hines as his number one uh his number one running back and that's the way it's going for him so do you guys Naheem uh Hines. Naheem Hines that's what I say Nikhil I was thinking Nikhil Harry from New England Nikhil Harry yeah you got two players mixed up pull okay. the big web okay it's like it's like when you combine you know celebrities when they get married or something <laughs> yeah. it's like i did it for the athletes yeah. yeah uh so anyway do you guys have any good plays for today zook oh i'll go first okay i, th- I thought you were the fantasy expert nick yeah nick. you know yeah uh to second your buddy i don't really today, have any this week <laughs> oh you don't yeah well nobody's fucking playing so <laughs> no one's playing <laughs> yeah I- i'll uh, guess some though to second your buddy, let me just before I give uh, a decent a couple of guys maybe to go to. I in one of my leagues have Devontae Adams, uh, Kenny Galladay both on by. I have Melvin Gordon games postponed. Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler both left with injury last week. So yeah, it's rough. I also have Noah Fant who's not going to play. He well he wasn't going to play anyways, but now the game is postponed, so it doesn't matter. I had Cortland Sutton on that team, gone for the year. So here's the situation, bottom line. J.K. Dobbins, Miles Gaskin, and Zach Moss. So hope to, hopefully they play because uh, literally I don't have another player on the roster that, is, <laughs> that I can put in into the lineup. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that is kind of uh, how I'm feeling. But uh, in terms of guys, I think that you could maybe pick up to uh, replace some of these guys. I know that the Ravens backfield is is in a really weird spot right now. It feels like Lamar Jackson's the only reliable rusher, but I like the the Baltimore matchup with Cincinnati today. I think that uh, one of these backs can get going. I really do kind of like J.K. Dobbins. I do think he's going to take over that backfield eventually. Uh, it's kind of a gamble, but again, I don't think the options are all that great, and uh, that's a that's a team that has a matchup against a. a, a a poor roster in the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they could take advantage of it. Plus you got to anticipate they'll be up in that one. So they should be running the football a lot. Yeah. I would say anybody from Carolina would be an interesting DFS play today because still, I don't think the Panthers get enough yeah. love and there's going to be a lot of low percentages. So if you're on DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever it is, I think, you know, Teddy Bridgewater might be an interesting play against the Atlanta defense. I mean, we've, we've seen how bad that Atlanta defense is. And it's it's so funny because I'm I'm interested. I don't think it's it's not one of our games this week. But if anybody takes Atlanta as a lock, since they're only minus two and a half, I think I could speak for everybody on this panel saying we're all done with Atlanta. Am I right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, everybody that's I, present I at absolutely. least. I, I don't know if Big Web is. Burn, 
Burn Atlanta at the stake. Yeah. Literally. Burn I mean, Atlanta at the stake. Dad, I mean, Dad's NFC South it, champions are not having a good start so far. I mean, yeah, they're, 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 his NFC they're really South not. champs are not off to a great start. <laughs> they got some work to do to win that. To I win mean, fantasy. Fantasy's uh fantasy's always always tough to play. This this is a good week though because some teams are some guys are coming back from injury. Raheem Mostert looks like yeah. he might play today uh for San Francisco and uh also he someone is else in, by the way, according to Schefter. Oh, yeah. That Zach Moss in uh Buffalo might not get might be limited reps still with that toe injury. And Devin Singletary's looked pretty good, so they might try to work him in. But uh Kareem Hunt for Cleveland and Jonathan Taylor, both in the same game uh, for Indianapolis and uh, Cleveland, respectively. No Nick Chubb today because he's out. And Jonathan Taylor is starting to be the, the go-to back for Indianapolis, although that front front uh, line of, of Cleveland is tough. But Jonathan Taylor is a, could be a good play, too, in 10-team uh, leagues, probably in 12 teams. He's probably rostered already everywhere. But uh, even for a DFS play today, Jonathan Taylor might be might be a good pick at running back. And I like I like the Carolina wide receivers too. They're they're like you mentioned, uh, TJ with Teddy. Yeah. All right. What about uh, Joe Flacco today? Where do you rank him? Starting for the Jets. Oh, well, Joe Flacco's deep on starting for the Jets. No, Sam is Sam Darnold out with is Sam Darnold out with illness? Well, what is his uh, what's his out today? I saw he was out, but I didn't see why. It's uh, not an injury, is it? It's let me see. Well, he Bono. was. He, it, is it mono again? Isn't it non co is it isn't no, non co no, it's not. <laughs> so he he I was, it was uh I thought it was like the flu or something. It's his shoulder. Remember last week when he went out and he went down oh, hard? Oh, that's right. It is injury. Really he did come game. back though. So that was interesting, but I guess it hurt him enough that they're keeping him out. So and again, you're the fucking Jets. You're not gonna win anything. So what's the damn point of playing your no. possibly no. still you call it a franchise quarterback, even though Trevor Lawrence, I'm sure, will be there very shortly. Um, but anyway, yeah. Joe Flacco starting against the Cardinals today. So that could be the lock of the century. Hey, there you go. I'm not touching them because the Cardinals have broken my heart a couple times this year. But uh, I, I expect a big day from Kyler. I expect a big day from D-Hop. So let's uh, let's yeah. hope that works out. Uh, let's see. Dad did say DJ Moore was his big-time guy today against Atlanta. So DJ Moore from the Panthers, big-time DFS play or fantasy if he's sitting on your bench. So. Uh, let's see. Big Web says Tampa will sneak by Atlanta to win the South. <laughs> to sneak, sneak by Atlanta. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Sneak by. Yeah. Don't forget about the Saints down there. They're going to win the whole thing. Uh, if you have fantasy plays, let us know in the uh, Facebook chat. Yeah, Alvin, Al, yeah, Alvin, uh, Alvin Kamara is a good fantasy play today. If anybody can get him on the waiver wire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If anybody dropped him, just pick him up real quick. He might be good. He might be a good choice. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's go to the pick'em standings from last week. So, another week for Nick. Not great. Not ideal for all of us. Uh, Nick goes five and two. He's now twenty and eight on yeah, the year. Nick yeah. twenty and eight. Good little start for you there. Always start hot. Always finish bad. So we just got to keep it rolling. This is a fucking tough week, though. Yes, this it is. A tough week. Yes, it is. Tough big week. big web. Let me goes. know when I can start. When we can crown me. Big Web goes four two and one. <laughs> uh, Big Web four two and one. He's now fourteen thirteen and one. So he is in last still, but it's very close. Me and Zook both go four and three and lose the week at four and yeah, three. That is, That's, that, that sucks. sucks. That sucks. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? That sucks. I don't know, man. I don't know. We can't catch a break. <sighs> it's just how good this panel is. So. Uh, it's close. Big Web squeaked out of it there. Yes, Big Web did. squeaked out of having to do a three-way punishment. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He was he was all over that too, and he was rooting hard. Well, he he kept telling me I was wrong on the standings, and I'm like, I'm not. You're you're not going to get last, but you might not win. He thought he was a lock, and then when Baltimore pushed, I go, Well, there you go. Nick's going to win now. So way to go, Dad. You could have got you could have got Nick out of the freaking driver's seat. So. Uh, all right, Nick. I'll give you the music. I'll, I'll play it. I don't know if we have it up on the. Uh, Thank you. Let's see here. Uh, I can't find it right now. Just, just make your your stupid ass speech, and we'll get the music for you in a minute. <laughs> Obviously, we know who this one is dedicated to today. Your fucking Missouri Tigers getting the job done yesterday against LSU national championship. My ass. Uh, ride it all the way home, baby. We, uh, we, we took down the defending national champions yesterday, 45, 41. What a big victory. Uh, and just, we continued the victory, the victory march, uh, from, from a big five and two win. I was sweating out that Eagles game. 
But uh, Eagles win outright against the 49ers. I think Big Web laughed at me for that pick. And so, Big Web, all I can say is, uh, how do my shoes look, man? Because the Eagles fucking won in your whatever Big Web's, uh, whatever pick I was giving Big Web shit for lost. So, uh, good win. Way to be on top. I am the king still. And uh, this is going to be a very tough week, though. I am, I am worried about this week. Concerned. Because I know you guys are coming <laughs> for me, and I have to keep – up five and two or better, which is very tough to do in this league. So good week all around. Excited for week five. Mizzou, it was a fluke game. I mean, this is we're gonna hear this the entire week. This is the problem with this show. Was is not, Nick's gonna be talking not, Mizzou was all a, was not week. A fluke game. It's gonna be very old, very quick. Through so through three games, Eli Drinkowitz is a massive upgrade over Barry Odom. This th- these these Tigers, mind you, were out there three top wide receivers and their four top defensive line all from COVID and they played their third string quarterback as a wide receiver and he scored a touchdown. That's great to hear. Yeah. Great to hear. Wonderful. <laughs> Your thoughts are welcome on Mizzou. Let us know. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and first let's, let's see how me and Zook did last week on the picks. I'm going to go with Dallas on this one. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. I, but I think I mean, the Cowboys just, are too strong. I think they're desperate. What do you, what do, you do, to, TJ? Uh, just throw your hands up so in the I'm air. The it's Cowboys. like, well, four and nope. three, one behind uh, the fucking one I don't winner of the week. Yeah. play the video. Zucker play the video. I'm going to take Houston. So I'm going to take the Texans. I thought you wanted my comments. I'm going to take Jacksonville. I want to, I want to see what they do this week. Uh, I like Chicago to get to maybe uh. four. No, dare I say. Nope. Ten seconds. Okay. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. We're back. All right, I'm we're back. So Dallas you can see the fix right there. So this is where <laughs> so we didn't have the production meeting in time this morning. So if you heard Zook's <laughs> comments over the top of the video, it's okay. <laughs> we're a work in progress. It's all good, man. <laughs> It's the birds on the balcony difference. So, so, oh. you, so you don't get a you don't get a loser speech too. Yeah, well, that's why I was a little thrown off. So yeah. it makes sense now. And it's all good. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Joe says, "Where's Big Web? He has been so bad at picking games. You guys kicked him off the show. Uh, no, Big Web decided to take a vacation. He last place guy, <laughs> and, he, and he takes a, vac- a vacay. So uh, yeah." He ran away. <laughs> he said, he, 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 "Look at the Ozarks. So in, he was so embarrassed by his picks that he just left the show <laughs> completely. He just leaves. He can't take the fact that he's five games back. Poor guy. Uh, let's see. Dad says, "Nick, I don't squeak. I didn't squeak anything. I was a push away from tying you with like three exclamation points." So. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah, well, sucky ball. Also, then you're, push you're, you're away from uh, losing too. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, let's That's go. It. I saw your, I saw your ditch in Baltimore this week too, Big Web. So <laughs> we'll get to our picks here in a second. Let's go ahead and see what Coop picked this week. All right, Coopsie. So there's Coop's picks. I tell you what, he was really aggressive with picking this week's games. I think he likes them more than maybe we do. He was like, he, he would fly from the hallway and almost like take me out from the camera because he would keep sliding on the hardwood and he just have full momentum. But he had some picks that he was like very adamant about. He's like, I've studied all week, boys. Like this is this is gonna be a winner. So we'll see how Coop does. Let's go ahead and get to our picks, boys, as we start out Cincinnati. At the Baltimore Ravens. Last time I saw it, it was at 12. I'm going to make sure. Zook, where are you going on this one? You know, I I think this is a really tough game, tough number, but I'm going to stick with the better team in the Baltimore Ravens. They can cover these big spreads. I think, uh, you know, we've seen it uh, already this season. So I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. I just, I really like that team when... When that team and Lamar Jackson and, and the players they have over there goes up against uh, 
uh, an inferior roster, they, I mean, they lay the wood to them. It's a, it's against, you know, the playoff caliber teams and the world in, in the uh, Super Bowl contenders where they struggle. But I, 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 I like the Ravens. Don't like the number. Like Nick said, tough week. But uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and stick with the Ravens. I don't quite have the have the balls to pick Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So it is 11 and a half. It is 11 and a half is the official number. So didn't know if that changed anything, but uh, that's where we are. So you did go to Baltimore, Zook, you said. Yep, Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore all the way. All right, uh, Nick. Uh, this m- number is moving down, but uh, Baltimore uh, this week, uh, Lamar's been been sick, so he hasn't pre- he didn't he wasn't a full participant in practice all week. Still ready to go for today, but I'm gonna go with Cincinnati here. I- I've liked what Joe Burrow's done this season. I like taking some chances here. All the numbers this week are are high, large spreads this week, and this number is not moving in my favor. But I'm still going to go with uh, – I'm going to stick with my pick with Cincinnati and, and try to go out on a limb on this one. Big Webb is also going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, and Cooper did as well. This is wild. Zook's on an island with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm also taking the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> wow. on this one. And I, I love the Bengals today. I'm using the L word. I do. I love the Bengals with this. Really? Fuck me. I'm changing my well, pick. Well, you got to ex- explain that one, TJ. Why do you love them? You think they can win outright or it's just the numbers? Joe Burrow, three three starts, over 300 yards passing. The dudes, he's a player. I mean, he's getting it done. Joe Mixon had the game of his life last week. There are a lot, there's a lot yeah, of banged-up players in this game, but it's also on the Baltimore side, including Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson has a knee injury. He's playing through it, but he's got a yeah. knee injury. How's that going to affect their game? I don't know about this one, man. It's fishy to me. As Nick said, the number's too big. I love the Bengals to cover this game. I think Burrow, again, in an AFC North Division game, I think that he's going to even play up to this one. And it's going to be a field goal game. I think it's going to be a very close contest. Uh, easy cover for the Bengals. So, yeah, give me uh, Cincinnati in this one. Jesus Christ, TJ. <laughs> Fucking relax here, buddy. You're killing me. <laughs> I can't believe Zook's on an island. That that I thought I was going to get one there. That sucks. I was like, I'm pissed because I uh, think I'm going to blow this fucker, blow this door off, off the damn thing. Yeah, it's going to be like fucking 30 to 10. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> thirty to yeah, yeah. It's me like four, forty-two to four. Yeah, that would be an interesting four. four. And we'll already get four points. All right, let's move on. We, we got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are minus seven and a half, so they, they uh, did give the extra half point to the Eagles according to DraftKings. Zook, where are you going? <laughs> uh, that half point kind of. Oh, Jesus, I think I'm gonna change yeah, my pick. That fucks me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to actually pick the Eagles. That feels really stupid. I don't like picking the Eagles, but I I don't know. I just, I don't know if I like the Steelers to cover a really large spread. I felt like they could maybe, you know, win by a touchdown. I still didn't even feel good about that because they're a defensive team. I think that game's going to be pretty low scoring, so I'll just take the points in this one. Again, don't feel great about it. Wouldn't bet this game. But uh, give me Carson Wentz and the Eagles. He's starting to pick his play up a little bit. He's getting out of the pocket. He's running. He's It's high effort over there in Philly. And, the, you know, their backs are already against the wall. Uh, so I'll, t- I'll take Philly to at least cover the seven and a half points. That hook in there is is really big, I think, for this game. Nick? Yeah, I'm flipping too. That that hook, that hook changes it, it changes it for me. Uh, seven and a half seems like too much on on the on the Steelers end. Uh, again, might be a field goal game. Probably gonna be more low scoring. Carson Wentz is picking it up a, a bit, and I think people are a little bit too high on the Eagles after winning last week against the 49ers. I was on the Eagles last week when that when that spread was six, and the Eagles won that game outright. This is a Steelers team that's coming off a bye week. And so I think that's where a lot of the money is going on Pittsburgh is because they had that impromptu bye week to kind of heal up a little bit while Philadelphia is banged up. But man, seven and a half seems like too much to me. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Hopefully I don't regret it. That's probably going to be used in a punishment video next week, though. Uh, that'll be funny if it actually works out that'd be awesome Uh, all right big web's gonna take the Steelers and again this this is this is fucking wild to me this is absolutely wild to me because he's on an island too I also this is another team I like today I'm pissed I was gonna be on islands with Cincinnati and Philly and I was gonna be super happy about it now I gotta share with you Jamokes Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the Eagles 
as well. Play. Seven and a half is too big of a number. I thought seven was too big of a number. Carson Wentz played a lot better last week. And this is what the Eagles do. They're a huge roller coaster team. They always find their stride. They still have talent. They have a ton of injuries in the receiver core, but last week it didn't matter. You played against San Francisco, who have a million injuries. Nick Mullins is god-awful, so how much do you take into that win? But Wentz looked better. He's getting out of the pocket more. He's creating plays, and that's where he thrives when I've seen him the last couple of years. So I like it. I like the 7.5, and, and mainly because Pittsburgh's offense is not that great. They're, they have so much hype, yeah. and they're just – they're just blah. They're vanilla. So I think Philly's going to cover the 7.5. I love it. So that puts Big Webb on an island. Cooper also has the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, move on. We have Indianapolis at the Cleveland Browns. And I, last time I looked, it was a pick em. But let's see. It is, it's pretty much a pick em. Colts are plus one. I guess we'll give them the one. Cleveland's now favored by one. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can't wait to watch this game. I think it's gonna be a really really good football game if you like uh you know kind of old school black and blue football i think this is the game for you both these teams are gonna try to run the football uh you know i i was undecided up until you know the last second on this one too but i'm gonna go with the colts in this one um mainly just because i don't know if if the browns can just have the consistency yet week to week uh, Nick Chubb is is going to miss this game today. I think that's a big loss for them. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is going to be really able to to throw it all that well against the the Colts secondary, which is is pretty solid. Um, and and I'm I'm slowly you know get, becoming a disbeliever in him. So I, I just think the Colts, despite some of their injuries that they have going into this game, they're not going to have Darius Leonard uh, to stop that runs heavy Browns attack. But they, they they have a lot of their other guys. So I, I just think the Colts are probably a little bit better football team. So I like them here on the road. Nick? I think uh, it's time for Baker to put up or shut up in this game. Uh, this is one I haven't been high on the Cleveland Browns all year, but Baker's proved me wrong and put up 30 points. I think this is, is less about Baker and more about the Miles Garrett on Phillip Rivers and how many times that he's going to put Phillip Rivers on his ass. Uh, that, that, that Cleveland Browns defensive line is going to go after Rivers today, and I, and I just don't think he's going to be able to get the ball out quick enough to where it's going to matter, and I think Cleveland's going to win this one. Big Web's also taking Cleveland. Here you go. Here's the swing game right here. I'm also taking Indianapolis. So this is where it goes. Either me and Zook back to the loser bracket or Big Web and Nick possibly. So uh, we'll see. I'm also going to take Indianapolis. I think it's going to be a great football game. I don't feel great about it either way. I wouldn't lock either team. I wouldn't do anything of the sort. But I think Indianapolis has one of the best defenses in the NFL. Cleveland still is not proven to me. You know, they've, they've played a lot better than we've seen, but... They have this this team that just is not consistent over the years. Baker hasn't shown his consistency. If they beat Indianapolis today, they'll have my respect, but I don't think they get it done. I'll take the Colts in this one by probably by seven. Uh, okay, let's move on. Minnesota at Seattle. Seattle is minus seven points at home. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, like sorry, Zook, sorry. It's six and a half. That's huge. Minus six and a half now. Yeah, I, I don't know what's kind of going on with that line because I, even at seven, even if they gave the hook, I would have picked Seattle. I think that they're a much better team than uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I, I, this is a, a matchup where I don't think historically Zimmer's Vikings have been all that great against uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I, I just I don't know how they're going to stop uh, Russell Wilson. I really don't. I know their pass rush is getting a little healthier. It's getting a little bit better. But, but the back end of that defense is still so young and so inexperienced with the exception of uh, Harrison Smith and the safeties. But, uh, yeah, I just – give me Seattle in this. It's less than a touchdown. I want the much better team in this game. Nick? I'm on Minnesota and the Vikings here. They're starting to pick it up a little bit. Uh, Seattle's hard to bet against. I mean, 4-0, probably the best team in the NFC. Really, really hard, hard team to bet, bet against. But to me, this is a trap game for – for Seattle might be only a field goal game could come, could come down to the wire both men high scoring offenses so far this year should be interesting that secondary against Harrison Smith like uh like Zook mentioned um he's, he's healthy ready to go so I don't know I like going with Minnesota here again I like I'm taking a lot of chances this year and this could either be, be great or it could burn the shit out of me uh Big Web's also taking Minnesota in this one plus a six and a half 
And I'm going to go ahead and, again, make it a split. I'm taking Seattle. Um, I also like them at seven, as Zook said. I think Metcalf and Lockett are going to tear it up today. I think they're going to tear up that secondary for Minnesota. I just don't think the Vikings have enough firepower when they get down by a couple touchdowns. They just don't have what it takes to come back. Kirk is not a late-game guy. He's not an early-game guy. He's just a bad quarterback. He has his moments, but he's just not as good as people think he is. I don't know why he's still touted as this, oh, he's a savior of Minnesota. He's going to eventually win a Super Bowl. No, he's done. And six and a half is nothing for Seattle to cover this game. I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Uh, So that splits us, and then Cooper also takes Minnesota uh, in this one. All right, let's move to the toilet bowl game of the week. Jacksonville at the Houston Texans. Texans minus five and a half. I'm going to double check that. Let's see. Texans, I can't see them on here. There they are. Yeah, it's minus five and a half. So Texans are still trying to uh, get off the schneid, I believe. I kind of want to look at their record. But just because the Jacksonville Jags have that win against the Colts, I don't understand why this spread is the way it is, too. I mean, I think the Texans are so clearly a more talented football team, an underperforming team. They're like the AFC version of the fucking Falcons. But they're a better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I know that... uh, it's Nick's Jags, and, and he loves the Gardner Snake, and DJ Chark's been doing his thing. But uh, I, I just I just like the Texans. Give me the better team. I think that the firing of Bill O'Brien is actually going to rejuvenate this team too. Um, you know, I think that it's going to free up the uh, the the facility. It's going to it's it kind of allows them to play a little bit more free because I don't think that he exactly had control of the locker room around the time he was fired. So I think it's going to be a breath of fresh air this week for the Texans. I expect them to actually come out and play pretty well. Nick? Man, I have been flipping back and forth between this game all week. I've looked at stats. I've looked at quarterbacks. I looked at previous matchups. And I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm going to stick with them. And, uh, you know, we you are. are. We're, we're on the wagon. We're on the, we're on the wagon this week. Again, I think I've so far taken all underdogs. So this is a little bit scary. Uh, uh, yeah. Historically, the Texans don't cover the spread by more, by more than three points. And so when they win games, and, and we've seen it this year that they've really shit the bed, they're 0 4. Uh, Jacksonville and Minshew have, have come out a couple weeks and, and made that connection with uh, wide receivers, a lot of wide receivers there. No Josh Allen today. That was really the the big differentiator for me and, and potentially going with the Texans, but I'm going to stick to my guns on this one and, and uh, take another shot and go with the Jaguars. Um, Cooper will go with the Houston Texans. Big Webb also going with the Houston Texans. And we're leaving Nick on an island. I'm also going to take Houston. Zook said something interesting I totally agree with. Once your head coach is fired, you're going to see that this team wants to prove they can win, you know what I mean, after he's gone. I don't I don't care what the respect was. It always seems to be that they want to play up and win the next game after their head coach is fired. I like Houston. Think, I also think they're the more talented team. We'll see if it's coaching. We'll see right now. If they lose to Jacksonville by two touchdowns, we know that Houston sucks and they got to figure out something way worse than the Bill O'Brien situation was. So we'll see. But I agree with Zook. I think they're going to win this game outright by a decent amount. Um, give me the Houston Texans minus five and a half. Okay. Dogs of the week, boys. Zook, what do you got? So I actually really struggled with the dogs. I know Nick loves them. But I couldn't really – I didn't want to double down on any of the dogs I took. And so I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. You know, I actually do think this is a spot where Atlanta could get its first win. So it it worries me. They're at home. They're 0-4. Carolina's 2-2. But are we really believers in the Carolina Panthers with some of the injuries they've had? But, I mean, the Falcons are – they suck. They they really suck. So – I kind of I kind of believe in what what Matt Rule and Joe Brady and that that new ownership and coaching staff is doing over there. I think that they can uh, get over the hump and win outright. They're plus two and a half. Uh, so give me the Carolina Panthers. I, I'm nervous about it, but give me the Panthers. Nick. I also don't want to double down on any of my teams and I'm basically taking all dogs this week anyway. So uh, I am also on the Carolina Panthers um, and, and what Teddy touchdown can do there. I, I don't like the Falcons in this. Again, we can use this for the, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw myself out there. We can use this one for <laughs> I a, stuck a my fuck neck me out. pick. If it, if, if it, if it's, <laughs> this is around, I stuck my neck out on literally all the dogs this week uh, with Carolina. So I'm going with Carolina as well. 
Big Web's going to take Miami plus eight and a half in this game. Um, interesting against San Francisco. They're starting to get back healthy, too. That's that's a, that's an interesting pick, but he likes Miami plus eight and a half. Cooper likes Philly plus the seven and a half against Pittsburgh, which I don't hate that pick at all. Um, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals plus 11 and a half. I'm telling you, th- there's something about this down. game that I really love, and it scares me that I love it so much. But I'm going to double down on the Bengals. I think that's too many points to give to them. I still think Lamar is going to play his game. He's still going to get it done, but he's banged up. Mark Andrews is banged up. Their running game hasn't gotten going like it has in the past. And there's something about Joe Burrow, man. There's something about Joe Burrow trying to make a staple, finally getting his first win last week. I love what they're doing. And Joe Mixon also on top of his game. Hopefully he is all right. He's also banged up. A lot of injuries in that game. Um, But I do like Cincinnati plus 11.5 for my uh, dog of the week. We got a locks, boys. We got a locks. Look, what do you got? I like the Arizona Cardinals. I believe they're minus seven on the road, taking on the Jets. Now, this is uh, I don't really like taking teams that play the 10 a.m. body clock game, especially teams that I don't think are truly legit. Uh, but I think this is this is uh, one of the better ones on the board. I didn't want to take San Fran minus eight. I didn't feel quite as confident in that one as I do uh, in the Cardinals game. I mean, look. The Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. They're not even starting Darnold this week, so that's huge. Still minus seven, so it's only a touchdown. And I think the Cardinals are going to come out pretty hungry and wanting to kind of right the ship, too, after a couple of embarrassing, embarrassing losses. So they have to – I mean, they cannot afford to lose on the road to the goddamn Jets. So uh, give me the Cardinals minus seven. Nick? I'm with Zook again here. Dogs and locks. Uh, uh, it's a perfect opportunity for a rebound from, true from the Cardinals. Uh, they've looked, they, they, true, true sons stick together. MIZ. Uh, they, the, the Jets are just terrible. Darnold, uh, we got, we got Uncle Joe in there at QB, which is going to be disastrous. And so I like the Cardinals to, uh, to win this one. All right. Uh, we're going to have to change Coop's lock. I, I got to ask him what his, his lock was because it was Indianapolis, and then they went to plus one, so they're technically not a lock anymore. So there you go, Coop. You got to pay attention. Um, let's see. Big Web had Dallas minus seven you and a half. Still, you, you can still lock that. Yeah, can't you lock underdogs still? You can lock oh, I guess. I guess, you. yeah, that's true. I'm just, yeah, I'm losing it. A little hungover this morning, boys. Yeah, not we've, tripled, we've tripled down before. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> nice. he's taking Indy plus one. Okay, Indy plus one's his lock. Big Web's taking Dallas minus seven and a half. That number scares the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That half point. Fuck that shit. Fuck that Dallas shit. scares the shit out of me. Yes, that's Dallas. a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go with San Francisco minus eight and a half. So me and Dad are against each other on the dog and the lock. I just think they're back. They need to win. They need to They need to get back on, on their you know, Jimmy on G the strings. Jimmy G strings back. Jimmy G Mostert's strings, back. Mostert, but back. We'll see if Debo plays. I think he's supposed to play today, too. He had an illness going on. But uh, San Francisco is back now. They're healthy-ish, and I think that's enough for them to, to kick the shit out of the Miami Dolphins. So I'm going to take San Francisco to win that game by two touchdowns and for my lock of the week. By the way, locks of the week after week four – I'm three and one on locks. Zook and Nick are two and two. Big Web is o oh, three and one on locks this week. Or locks this year. So, pretty, pretty rough. Uh, okay, so there you go. Those are our picks of the week, gentlemen. Big Web's best bets of the week. So let's get to let's get to that. Um, he has just one play this week. It's a four team parlay, which I think he did by points. So he has Minnesota, Seattle over fifty seven. Carolina, Atlanta over 53.5. Cleveland Browns plus 3.5 against Indy. Again, he's buying points. And Dallas minus 6.5. $100 plus 850 on the odds will pay you $950. So one more time. Minnesota over 57. Carolina over 53.5. Cleveland Browns plus 3.5. Dallas Cowboys minus 6.5. $100 pays $950. Take it to the bank. Big Web looking to get on the uh, on a good streak for his bets, be- best bets of the week let's go ahead and read some comments here hayden says my dog of the week is nick's dial-up connection <laughs> yeah we have had some <laughs> some rough internet from nick the, the best internet in the in the country is what we were told best internet in the country in reno that's what i heard that's what i heard that's what we heard uh <laughs> the, the disappointment in that statement <laughs> <laughs> he was, it was such a letdown he's like oh well what are we gonna do 
Uh, Joe says Texans are a good team. They will put it together. They are definitely underachieving. Texans to cover. Yeah. I I don't want to say that's a lock, too. I, I thought about locking that, but I don't lock the Texans anymore because I've got hurt on that before. Uh, Big Web <laughs> upset that a lot of half-point changes. <clears throat> he thinks he might get screwed with that this week. Joe says Seattle all day. Pittsburgh will win and cover. So, yeah. A lot of good stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. A lot of different games this week that I think via injury, COVID, and and the fact that some teams are just absolute roller coasters. I don't know what to really expect, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, we have Hayden who did send in a voicemail. We'll get to that here in a second. Tell you just turn up seven eight over there. Um, but we did have a text also from the three one four that said another punishment for the worst picker is on Thanksgiving at family dinner. The loser has to wear a skirt. <laughs> are we are we trying to do that? Well, I don't a know how. You, I guess from the week before you do that. Yeah, skirt. Maybe like a like kilt, that. like a kilt, like an Irish kilt or something. You guys know I'm pretty. I, I want like I, a schoolgirl skirt. I'm Save embarrassed that. to admit this, but I own a skirt. What? Yeah. <laughs> what I do? What? We used to wear uh, in high school. We used to wear uh, skirts. We used to get all dressed up for the basketball games, and so we would wear like old basketball jerseys and cheerleading skirts and uh, Under Armour leggings, and go to the game all painted up. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a lot of buffoonery going on at that time. Look, let's be honest. When's the last time you really wore the skirt? I'll, I'll last send week. You a picture. Did you wear the skirt last week? Yeah, like a week and a half ago. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I mean, you do sit when you pee, so I'll have to. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a picture of it. Okay. He did, he just did he didn't even he didn't even he went right over Nick's comment. Yeah, right I'm, there. Not, I'm not. I just am gonna pay that comment. Don't mind. <laughs> right over my head. Not even worried. I about have it. the picture. I have the fo- I have the photo approved, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and put it on IG. Yeah, the IG story. Oh God. I sand I I sandblasted him. Yeah, you really did. Poor guy yeah, just trying go. to take a pee on the midweek show and. <laughs> Oh God, Zook! No, God. right there, man! It makes your legs pop, though. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> you can uh, Younger, couple uh, it out with that punishment where you have to shave your legs too. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, Ooh, shave your legs! I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. That is a. That is a. That's bad. It you is. Know, like the... It is going to be jean season though, so you might get away with it. Like you don't. You don't have to be, be embarrassed. Worse. I think that'd gym. be worse. Like all your hair trying to come back and like you get, you know, this, you get to the point where you get the stubble. It'd be so itchy wearing pants all the time. Oh, so you're more, what you, your hair, you, you're more worried about the itchy stuff. You're not worried about just the embarrassment factor. You don't give a shit about that. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I, I'm more worried about the comfort. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't want to shave my legs either for a lot of reasons, but. I think this sets yeah. up perfectly for uh, him to be dressed up as a girl and you take him on a date. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it does. I think I it'd be more of a punishment on Zook because I would just be laughing hysterically the whole time. I, it's not really a punishment for me. I would Zook be laughing already, my ass off. Zook already wears a skirt. He's going to have to shave his legs. Man, then you guys are going to go on a little date together. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, so cute. I, I, didn't, I didn't quite hear what Tali said, but uh, I veto whatever just happened. Tali, yeah, he's saying that we had someone had the punishment idea of of you and me for some reason. Oh, because we had the double punishment this week, trying to decide what to going do. Go on a date together. So go on a date together, and you have to dress up like a girl. I have to dress up like a girl. Why don't you have to dress up like a girl? Have you seen my body type? Like I, a lot of women are your size. But we talked about this on Bruise. I said, and I meant to you could both. Most, you, I meant to the best way possible. I called you dainty, dress, so. and then it'd be like a nice. Uh... I called you dainty because I thought it meant small. Apparently, it means pretty and small. Dainty. <laughs> I go. I go. Well, so I won't s- dress up like a girl, but I'll go on a date with TJ, handsome that. guy. I don't know how Laura is gonna feel, but. Yeah, me, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how she's going to feel about that. Some hand if playing I, the movie theater? If what? I tell her it's for the show, maybe you know, maybe she'll be fine with it. I don't know. Anyway, we guess we get to weird. Hayden's voicemail. <laughs> Here's Hayden's voicemail. <laughs> On that note, Here's go Hayden's to Hayden's voicemail. voicemail. Here we go. I don't hear him. This is the best chord in the business. Let me tell you something, Nick. This is maybe the best. The best chord. There we go. Good morning, gentlemen. Another Amen. beautiful Sunday to make some money. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Nick 
on the big win yesterday by Mizzou. Unreal. Um, <laughs> Knock it off, Hayden. I took LSU, but you know what? To see Mizzou win, that's pretty cool. Look, I just um, sitting here and stare at each other. Anyways, also, Nick is 20-8. and eight. <laughs> I mean, everybody on the uh, Bruce team is above 500, which is pretty damn incredible. So shout out to all you guys. But Nick being 20 and 8 and Zook 18. Just randomly boo his picks. Phenomenal. Um, They're giving you props also, right now. I just want to say, fuck the Cowboys mm-hmm. because I called that Eagles game last week and the Cowboys screwed me out of a plus 955 parlay. So fuck you, Ooh, that's Jack tough. Prescott, and fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I know you boys can't hear it, but it's plus he had a plus 55, plus 955 parlay that he lost on the Cowboys losing. So he, he's not happy with Ooh. the Cowboys. Wait, he was he was giving Nick and I props. He's giving the whole panel props. Said everybody's over 500. It's it. a pretty good start. So yeah, he said Nick twenty and eight is is ridiculous, and he also said something about Mizzou. So um, let's go back. Week, <laughs> he, he didn't go into details. Just something about Mizzou, Nick. You're not gonna I like really it. Like. And for uh, there are three games against the spread. Go, t- go um, Tigers. Spread games. I like Vegas plus eleven at the Chiefs. Don't mind um, that. It's one of those road dogs. You know, eleven points. If you give me a double digit points with a decent team, which I think the Raiders are halfway decent this year. Uh, I'm going to take it every time. So I got Raiders, 11. Uh, AFC East showdown, Cincinnati, plus 11.5 against Baltimore. Yes. Um, another one of those games where I think it's going to be a grind-out game, and I think 11 points is just too much there. Um, I also have Dallas, minus 8.5 against mm. the Giants. A uh, big bounce-back game from Dallas coming. I think they're going to absolutely crush New York, 8.5, and just I think the spread here should be 13. Um, so that's that. And okay. then I have two teasers. Two teasers, Hopefully Nick. the Cardinal – well, I guess – no, they're going to play it. Um, I have – I had Chicago plus 9.5, which won under 48.5 in that game, which won. And I have Seattle minus 1 and Arizona minus 1. Uh, Seattle's playing Minnesota, and Arizona's playing the Jets. So that's a plus 235 teaser. I also have a plus. How many bets you got, Hayden? Teaser, which is LA minus or the Rams minus one. All right. Arizona minus one. Pittsburgh minus one against Philly. That's a long ass voicemail. So I'm kind of banking on Seattle and Arizona winning these games, which they hopefully should. Um, but anyway, that's that. Good luck this week and God bless. See you guys. Thanks, Hayden. Appreciate it. Good lord, those long voicemail. But it's he's the best. I mean, he, his first three picks. Yeah, let me tell you something. I got up and I loved ate his a start. Sandwich, went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I loved his start though. Vegas plus eleven against KC. I like that. Cincinnati plus eleven and a half. I love that. And then he went Dallas, and that's where I just can't get on board. Oh. He had them at eight and a half. I think he sent this early in the. Or I don't know what book he's looking at. I'm pretty sure it's still seven and a half. Well, according to DraftKings, yes, seven and a half against the Giants, but they scare the shit out of me. Um, he also had okay. Here's Nick. Do you have a problem with this? He says he's got a teaser, four way teaser, but he goes Chicago plus nine and a half. Well, that already hit under forty eight and a half. That already hit. Do you believe him? Do you think he's just bullshitting? Uh, nah. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's bullshitting. Okay. And then he said, wait, wait. he had a teaser where he had Chicago nine plus nine and a half. He's at seven plus yeah, nine and a half good. under 48 seven and a half. Teaser. And he had Seattle minus one, Arizona minus one. That was a plus 235. So anyway, some pretty good picks. I, I do like his picks overall. The Cincinnati pick. God, I, I'm living and dying on the Bengals today. I, I can't believe I'm saying that. But yeah, you are. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. But let's go Joe Burrow, baby. We need we need some magic. TJ, we're together on the splits, though. So we are. It's going to be a fun week because everybody has their own kind of story going on. Like, there's there's a lot of – there. this could come down to the last game. Like, this could come down to Monday night. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's it's pretty wild. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Should be a fun week. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Again, make sure you get on BookItSports.app as it launches on November 1st. Really excited about it. Sports betting community coming together on social it's going to be an awesome, awesome experience. Sign up right now, bookitsports.app. November 1st is the official launch. Shout out again, K. Roberts, re- Ke- yeah. K. Roberts, Remax Gold, Sarah Barron, Family Finance Mortgage. That'll do it for Big Web, for Nick, for Zook, for Tali. I'm TJ Weber.